When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Good evening, folks. Welcome to the Rangers Rabble Weekly Podcast. Um, thank, big thanks to everybody joining us in the comments. If you're coming in already, um, big thanks to everybody joining us on uh, YouTube, Twitter, um, everybody that follows us on social media and Facebook as well. Uh, thank you for your support and thanks for joining us. And we're uh, here to do what we do best. And well, in my opinion, we do it best anyway. Let's talk about Rangers. So, Mark, how are you? I'm all good, mate. How are yourself? You good? I'm getting there, I'm getting there, I'm preparing myself for April, um, which I'm pretty sure is going to make me uh, unemployed and uh, single, um, <laughs> if it goes the way I hope it goes, but uh, <laughs> preparing myself for it. And skin. <laughs> and skin. Care. Care, how are you, my friend? I'm getting there, Alan, I'm getting there. I'm, everything's fine. Been on this pod a few times this week, so it's good, but sometimes maybe my face has been seen too often, but I'll enjoy it. It's good. Not at all, not at all. Uh, some familiar names coming up in the comments there. Jim Sloan, thanks for joining us. Cubby Cubster, evening champions, and Robert Robertson, evening lads from Barnsley. Thanks for joining us, folks. Keep your comments coming in. Keep your questions coming in. Uh, I've got a few things in the agenda we're wanting to chat about tonight, uh, but we're going to start... Um, as I said there, April is going to be, um, oh, what a month it's going to be. <laughs> um, so it's going to be a month where we could potentially play the other half of the old firm three times. Uh, we're definitely going to play them twice. Uh, we might play them for the third time in the league towards the end of April, if not that'll be starting May. Um, one of them's the Scottish Cup semi-final. Um, we should, hopefully, we'll come on to talk about this, but we should hopefully have the quarterfinals of the Europa League. Um as well as, I don't want to downplay this, but as well as an away, away trip to St Mirren as well, um, which could be a really vital game in, in the run into the league. So, Mark, this this is where we want to be, isn't it? This is where Rangers want to be. This is this is why we, we love the game, isn't it? This is why we love football. It's um, just hard going, but do you know what? 
you take it every day of the week when you're brilliant, absolutely brilliant. As I said, it's just one of these ones that, that you just gets the old juices flowing, doesn't it? You just cannot wait for this month to, to kick off and get in about it. Potentially, it could be um, season-defining or we could all be going to the Erskine Bridge. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going, as I said, I've said many times before, I'm a half-full type of guy and hopefully we're going to uh, have the best April that I've had for a long, long time. As I said there to markets, this is where we want to be, isn't it? This is this is the mark of a successful Rangers team, a successful team where you're competing at the top end of three competitions coming into the penultimate month of the season. Um, you know, is, is this is, is this us sort of reaping the rewards in the, in the last ten years or so? Is this us really starting to starting to see us back to where we're going to be consistently? As I think you're right. I think under me and yourself before the sorry with the going down the leagues and stuff, before that we were always in positions like us under Walter Smith done that a good few times. Wasn't always great at the end of the maybe the month we went through with Walter, but some and most of the time it was. But it's the games you look forward to. We want to win them all. Will we win them all? It's just a wait and see. But we take each game as it comes. I think they pose a bit for it. This is what this is, this is what they play football for, isn't it? They want to be challenging for stuff. They want to be in competition. They want to be playing in Europe. So hopefully the players are excited as much as the fans are. Let's see. We take each game as it comes. But this is what you want to football for. Yeah, it's going to cost us a bit of money into Allen, but you want you rather go every every game like this than no be involved in competitions. It's not great when you get beat, but. You're a fan, you take it, you take the good and the bad. As the Rangers fans, we've done that recently, taking a lot of bad stuff. But I think this is us coming back up to show them we are the team, we are the team for Scotland that everybody should be watching because we are the best. Brian, welcome along. Thanks for joining us. I know you're a, you're a late addition. No um, worries. And I, I do appreciate your late addition, but we start at half seven, mate. So next time, if you can, uh, <laughs> if you can go, on, if you can make it a couple of minutes. I should Brian, told off, Brian. <laughs> the sub board went up a bit late. <laughs> no, Brian, right. we're just talking. We're just talking about how big a month April is going to be. Um, you know that this is where we. This is where we want to be. Uh, this is you know this is mark a successful team. We're competing in competitions at the top end. Um, but we're going to come on, the, the one that I really want, somebody's mentioned, you know, they're all cup finals now, they are all cup finals now, uh, somebody's mentioned, um, <laughs> Ian Ross, Brian's just woke up, <laughs> um, somebody mentioned that the squad, the squad depth is going to be vital as well, and I want to come on and talk about that, but let's chat first of all, um, as I said, potentially play Celtic three times in April, and by the way, not a friendly in sight, there's going to be absolutely nothing friendly about these three encounters, um, but the Scottish Cup semi-final, we've been drawn against Celtic. It will no doubt be the Sunday, um, not just because we'll be playing in Europe. Touchwood, we'll be playing in Europe on the Thursday night before it. But that's just that's just what's going to happen, isn't it? The, the television's going to have us on the Sunday. Mm -hmm. um, so, Brian, I'll come to you. Um, thoughts when the draw was made? I kind of, I don't know why, I just kind of thought it was going to come out like that. Two derbies mm -hmm. on the semis. Um, it is what it is. I mean... I dare say if we, if we didn't play them in the semi and, and we got through, we'd play them in the final because I don't think Hearts or Hibs would have done anything against them anyway. So, no, as it's, folk it's, it's are saying, it's all cup finals now. It gives you vibes of probably 92, 93, 07, 08, you know, fighting on all fronts. Bring it on. Let's bring it on. 
Yeah, Mark, um, it's, uh, were you happy with the draw? I mean, would you have preferred to play Celtic in the final is what I'm asking? It'd have been a nice big showcase, wouldn't it? Uh, old firm final, but um, I'm no caring. I really don't care. I'll I'll take them any time. Any time we can get them, I'll take them. So we need to beat them anyway, so we need to beat them and win it. So, but uh, it sets up, even even if even once we do beat them, we'll still be a cracker of a, cracker of a final as well. Whether it be Hearts or Hibs, so yeah, I, yeah. I was over the moon as well. Care Hamden's not been a happy hunting ground for us um, for a number of years now. Yeah. Um, do you is this going to get the hoodoo off her back, or would you maybe have preferred to have played Hearts in the semi final to get the hoodoo off her back? Because by the way, I absolutely was not wanting Hibs. Uh, because we, we just cannot seem to beat Hibs at Hamden. Uh, what was it? Wolf, was the last time. I what was yeah? I was going to say. What was it? Wolf told us in, in Walters way a couple of weeks ago. Nineteen seventy nine was it? Last yeah. time we beat Hibs at Hamden. Um, so yeah, you know, would you have maybe preferred getting Hearts in the semi final? Better <laughs> opportunity to get this lump off. Or no, back? if you're going to go to a final, I'd rather play Celtic in the semi because I would take to beat the final and then one and then. They're winning something and you're still in the stadium. I don't, don't like seeing that. So I'd rather get them out of the way in the semi-final and hopefully it's Hearts in the final. I don't want to see Hibs get into the final either. So, no, you have to beat, whoever you get in front of you, you have to beat them. And if they're going to win something, they're probably going to have to play Celtic anyway. So it's just getting back to Hamden. Probably our best performance at Hamden over the last few years has been against Celtic. Even though we get beat, it's probably been our best performance. So hopefully we can reproduce that for them, but get the result this time. Yeah, and, and as you say, that's you know to, if we were to play them in the final and you get beat, that League Cup final, that, that the end of that game, the final whistle going, I couldn't get out of the ground quick enough. It was just it was a horrible feeling. Um, no one were no one we were particularly used to for a long long time, but one that we've had to get used to. Um, so, as as I said, and as a couple of people have said in the comments. Um, Squad rotation coming up into these games, how vital is it going to be, Mark? Is it is is this why we've been seeing Charlie McCann and Alex Lowry in and around the first team? I think that's just natural progression for them. I think squad rotation is going to be massive. Um, I don't know particularly if Gio's a big fan of it, to be honest with you. I mean, we've not really seen much from him. I, I think he's getting to the stage in the season where he's going to need to. I think it's it's going to be forced upon them. So the problem is that how do you tell one of our one of our top players that all right you can play on a Thursday but you can't play on a Sunday? It's it's not going to happen, is it? I mean, you're going to be raging, aren't you? Imagine I'm saying to Morelos, well, we need we need we need to give you, you need to give you time off. It's not going to happen. So obviously that's going to be a test of his metal as well. But you just hope that everybody stays fat. And everybody, uh, everybody kind of gets if you can, if you can hopefully rest, give somebody a wee fifteen minutes or a wee twenty minutes at the end of a game, bring them off and kind of give them a wee rest. And but it's going to be vital, absolutely vital. This squad needs to be firing in all cylinders because we've got a lot of massive, massive games in a very, very short period of time. And and just looking at some of the squad as well, Brian, it's we saw some international call-ups being announced today. Ryan Jack back in the Scotland squad, Alfredo Morelos going away with Colombia again. Um, you know, we've all got our opinions on that. I'm going away and I'm not playing. But um, you know, it, 
<clears throat> they are two of the names that I would probably like to see wrapped in cotton wool during international breaks. Um, yeah. You know, the fitness of these kinds of these kinds of guys, especially people like Ryan Jack, who are capable of picking up a knock here or there, um, that's going to be vital, isn't it? It's going to be so important to keep these guys fit and ticking over. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I kind of, my heart my heart sank when I seen the Manelos news. I thought, oh, here we go again. <sighs> yeah, as I said to you before like in the chat, I says, if if he plays, I've got an issue. It was the fact that he went all that way there and twice didn't get in the squads when they were in a striker crisis. That was the thing that really annoyed me. Yeah. But as somebody said, if he's going to choose between his country or his club, he's going to choose his country because that's where he wants to play. You know, and it's it's totally understandable. But as you say, that that's two guys you'd be wanting to wrap up in cotton wool if it was internationals. But I mean, there was Sands played at the weekend again, and I thought he played really well. Um, so there's another nugget in the midfield. Lowry came on, you know. So there's there, there's th- hopefully that and thankfully there is options in the midfield if we need squad rotation. With the, I mean, we obviously won't know who who the league fixtures are going to be immediately after yeah. uh, the Scottish Cup semi final. Um, we can probably assume Celtic's going to be either game one or game two of the split because they usually are. Yep. Um, you know, if so, if we're in the quarterfinals of the of the Europa League, we've got the Scottish Cup semi final, um, and then possibly the the last Old Firm game of this league season a couple of days later or a week later. Do you see Van Bronckhorst? Do you, do you see Rangers sticking care with the same eleven throughout those games, or you know, are we going to see Balogun swapped out for Hellander, or will we see Barisic coming back in at left back? Um, Arfield getting more game time. Stephen Davis coming back in, who we've not seen for a wee while. Um, Roof, maybe, as we saw at the weekend, Roof coming on and giving Morelos a bit of time off, uh, a few minutes off the park. Um, is, is that what we're going to do, or are we going to stick with a solid 11 and just let them go at it? I think Joe will have his favourites in the team that he relies on. He knows he can rely on. And I think I'll come down to each player individually, <coughs> if, depending on injuries and fatigue and stuff. But I think Joe knows... He's 11 who would want to play every game. And I think it will just depend where we're sitting in the league at that point because you don't want to prioritise a competition, but I think we might have to. I don't know if we can go for the three. I know it's very difficult because you want to go for the three, but depending on circumstances at the club, you might have to prioritise one or two. It'd be very, very difficult because, you, like I said, you have to take every game as it comes. But for Ryan Jack, I mean, Ryan Jack to me is just coming back through his period of getting back to fitness and getting picked for Scotland to me was, I don't know why Scotland done it, to be fair, it's only two friendlies. They can let him out. I mean, he doesn't need to be playing for Scotland, does he? He can play with Rangers, but you see how we've rested him at times and then brought him back in. So I know he wants to play with his country and that's great, but he got injured there the last time, so they want to get away with Scotland and get injured again because that could set him back. Morelos doesn't bother me getting away because I think the time scale is good. He's going to come back and do okay anyway. I mean, you still get James Sands going with USC, I think, as well, at that point. So, that's an hour. Has that been announced? I never saw that the day, but was that announced as well? That I'm not sure. I'm just, I just heard, i seen on Twitter earlier on, somebody said they could be away there. I'm not sure if the squad has been announced, but I know James just said the league is a priority. To me, the league is a priority. But if you're sat in the quarters of the Cup, the, the Europa League, and you're semi-final with Scottish, and you've got a league, do you prioritise it, or do you just go for the three? Because... It'd be quite difficult, isn't it? Because you don't know what one to go for. And 
if players are maybe can injury, you might leave them out certain games. But so you, the manager, I don't know. It's, it's going to come down to Gio's decisions. It's going to be very difficult for them because it's a choice I wouldn't like to make. But I think whatever happens, he'll stick to the players he knows best or the players he thinks he can trust mm-hmm. the best. And I think we've seen that recently. We make not a lot of changes throughout some games. He sticks with a certain eleven. And does he make a sub, even though the body is shouting, take make a sub, take make a sub, but he might be playing someday. Like, Rebo looked shattered all week, but he kept him on for another 15, 20 minutes, probably more than he should have. Yeah. But it's just, it's a players he want, doesn't want to take off the park, because he feels like they can maybe give him more than other players. Yeah, and I, I suppose for the, the the upside of the international break is it'll give a lot of players a rest as well. Um you know, yes, we, we know Morelos is going, Jack's going, we think Sands will be going. I don't know if the, the, the African teams have, have got fixtures in this round of international break. Um, so there might be another couple going, but, um, you know, it gives, it'll give people a chance for a rest, maybe a chance to get on the training pitch as well and get some get some minutes training, <coughs> Aaron Ramsey. Um, so, but we'll come to him as well because I want to, I want to talk about the, uh, the Dundee Cup game. Um, and the Dundee League game in a few days' time as well. Um, so we'll, we'll talk about um, Aaron Ramsey there. But as I say, the international call-ups, I, I think you're right. I don't think Ryan Jack needed to be in that Scotland squad for a couple of friendlies. Um, I think I don't think he's still in the recovery phase. I think he's now at the phase where he's going to be as fit as he's going to be. Nigeria. As he's ever going to be. Nigeria's got a game on the 25th of March and uh, the 29th. So Nigeria are playing. So you, Joe Rebo is going to be away, possibly one or two others. Um, so yeah, it's. Do you know what though? This is the this is the price of being successful, Brian, isn't it? This is, yeah. this, is, this, is this is the price of having you know being successful. Your players get called up to international duty. Yeah, it's part and parcel. I'm afraid it's it's something. I think it's it's just different because we haven't had it for such a long time, and we've been so used to players not being away. Because obviously of, of the last few seasons, so um, yeah, it's I'm afraid I'm afraid it's a heavy price to pay, but it's it also says that they're doing well, so it's nice to you know see players getting an international recognition at the same time. Can't have it both ways. No, you can't. Um, as I say, it's it's the price of success, as as you know, being in the, the latter stages of these competitions and having exciting periods of, of time like April and hopefully May is going to be for for us. Um, just you know, we spoke we spoke about the Dundee game there. Um, going to go and talk about the Dundee game that we just played. The Dundee game in a couple of days um, before we go and really talk about the European situation. Um, so, Mark, I don't want to spend too long talking about the, the Scottish Cup game um, at the weekend because the guys done the post match reaction on that. Um, but we saw some some squad rotation there. Um, do you, th- do you think there's going to be any squad rotation this Sunday? Are we going to stick with our same squad? Or will McGregor start again? Will Ramsey maybe drop back, drop back to the bench, for example? I think that I think that McGregor will be back. Um, I think that um, I think he's had his rest. I really do. I think that um, McLaughlin never put a foot wrong. I mean, they never really had much to do, to be fair, but they never put a, a, a foot wrong. But I think that that uh, Ramsey playing that kind of Arfield role was was very good. And I think that um, if he's fit enough, for me, he starts. I think he's too good a player not to start. So I think that he's going to, if, if he can play, I think he'll kick on. Well, I hope he'll kick on. As I say, we just, it's one of them, obviously the boys were talking a little bit, people in cotton wool, but 
as I said, you've got to play him. He's here to play, and if he's fit enough to play, I think you've got to play him. I think that you could see against Dundee how good a player he was, how intelligent he was as well. Uh, I mean, some of his touches and stuff like that, and you can just tell he's, he's, he's a step, two steps ahead of everybody else to park. Obviously, you can tell he's a wee bit rusty, a wee bit kind of can I, um needs needs game time and he needs to he needs to play but I think that um rotation wise I think he's he's done as much rotation as as he kind of he, he um he thought he was ever going to do so I think that you're going to play a pretty strong team against them as well as um Thursday night as well I don't think there'll be much rotation yeah, sorry, Mark. Brian obviously just clearly had a cat walk across his computer screen there. <laughs> I just thought it was growing more hair. <laughs> <laughs> There's no chance of that. Do you could be, yeah, yeah. He's too pay fell off. Brian, a, a couple of people mentioning Aaron Ramsey in the comments now, as, as Mark just mentioned them there. Um, I was surprised. I wasn't surprised he started, um, but I was surprised he played so well. Um, not because I know he's not a good player, but it, you know, I don't know the last time Aaron Ramsey would have played on a Cofield. <laughs> um, but were you impressed with his performance on Saturday and Sunday? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. As Mark says, it's it's like riding a bike. You never forget. You know, he's he's a quality player. Um, he, Juventus don't sign you for nothing if they don't think you're any good. Um, but unfortunately, and injuries have played a part in that. And um, but he, he, his little touches, his little runs, he, you know, he, he'll help other guys on the pitch. You know, he'll he'll encourage them, and he does that with Wales because obviously, when he plays with Wales, when he's at either when he was either at Arsenal or Juventus, obviously he would play in the Welsh national team, and obviously a lot of the Welsh team play in the Championship or you know lower Premiership. So he's obviously got to play with guys of well, lesser calibre, basically. And he's obviously a good motivator and a good encourager. So we're guys like that in the team that can only help. Yeah, and Kerr, would you expect him to keep his place um, on Thursday night or even Sunday? I wouldn't play him on Thursday night. I think it's going to be a quite an aggressive game against uh, Vestar. And I don't think he'll start. I don't think Gio will start him. And I'll play him on Sunday again. I'm just hoping... Seen somebody mention in the comments about maybe him playing for Wales. I just thought if he goes for he goes to the Wales squad as well, he doesn't get injured either because we don't really we don't really want to see that. But I thought on Sunday he has got quality. He can see he's got quality. He's not he's not a, he's not a a bad player at all. You know that yourself, Alan and Ramsey. Once if he can get even ninety percent of that Ramsey, even for seventy percent of that Ramsey, will improve Rangers because he's just it's his reading in the game, his positional sense is so good in the park. And I think he'll play next Sunday against Dundee, but Thursday I would have him in the squad, obviously, on the Bavinia start because I think it will be an aggressive game. They're going to come out firing at us, and I think I want to keep him fat because I think it can be a big difference come April. Well, that was my next question. E. Care is he going to be the difference? I think he can be. I think he's got a quality, and he's always turned up on big occasions. I remember him doing it for Arsenal many times. Sometimes he thought he's not been in the game, and next minute he would score a goal or two, and you think that's Aaron Ramsey. Just his late ones into the box, so just get on the end of things. Do you know what I mean? His finishing is so good. I know he missed a couple against in DM after me saying that, but his finishing is so good, and that's what probably attracted Juventus to him. Just his his goals in midfield ratio. But no, I think if you can get him anywhere near fitness, he has to start. And somebody else in the comments said the comments are actually quite good tonight. Somebody else said that you play a deep compared to right. usual. <laughs> compared to me, uh, 
I like Craig Wide right, I have to say, and if you, if you put Wide right, then you could play Ramsey in there. Yeah. Folks, just on the comments, I can't. I forgot this at the start, and I wanted to ask you, I need some help. I, I need to see some serious help this week. If anybody has got any tips for Cheltenham, stick them in the <laughs> comments and let me know. Because I had an absolute disaster last year at Cheltenham. I can't afford to have that again. Um, Mark, I think you've had a couple of bets. JD's, JD was in the group chat today bragging about his wins today. No, I broke even. Kale's broke even. I need some help, folks. So if anybody's got any tips for Cheltenham at all, get them in the comments. Let me know because I'm, I'm desperate. I'll be seven, honest horses three, seven horses, three winners, but I broke even. Ah well, it's better, it's better, it's better than I've done. Um, but yeah, if you've got any, if you've got anything, and if you've got any questions for the guys that are on tonight, please get them in um, and keep your comments coming in. And big thank you again for your support to the Rangers rabble. Um, sticking with sticking with the Dundee game that we've just played, Alan always go with the donkey. <laughs> Cheers, Paul. That's uh, helpful. Um, Johnny D gambling's a mugs game. You're absolutely right, Johnny. It is a mugs game. I am a mug. Um, no, if you do enjoy a bet, just remember and enjoy it responsibly. Um, <laughs> yeah, look after yourself. Don't gamble what you can't afford. Enjoy no. a wee bet responsibly. Um, yeah, sticking sticking with the, the, the sort of lineup, the even the subs bench. Um, Mark, we saw Alex Lowry. We saw Charlie McCann. Um, do you expect to see them involved in the squad this week or in the coming weeks um, and this, this big running we've got, this big run of games? I hope so, I mean, especially Lowry. I think Lowry does not look out of place. It looks as if he's been he's been a squad player or playing with for, for the last couple of years. Um, he's definitely, definitely the young boy who stepped up to the mark. I've been very, very impressed. Well, I think he, his enthusiasm is, is, is like, almost like a breath of fresh air. He's. Um, I just think he's got hundreds of talent, and and I think you need an option. I think you need to play him to get the best at him. And as I said, I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's he's at a place at all. I think the bench was pretty good as well. I mean, I, I, when I seen the team sheet, I kind of went, oh, I don't know. I thought it would have been a wee bit defensive or a bit too defensive. I thought to myself, where's the creativity coming from? But it seemed to it seemed to work. We all played well, and I think. What bodes as well as as there's a lot of the boys that that were playing that done really well that, that kind of were in the fringes and never done themselves any harm. But I think that we're in a bit good place going into this really really busy period with hundreds of massive games. I think squad wise we're we're in probably a a better place than than we thought we were. Yeah, and you know, that's funny, Brian, because I, I, I thought the same as Mark, um, especially after Sunday, I thought we're in a better place squad-wise. Um, we've got a little bit of depth now in certain positions. We've got a couple of young players that we can rely on. Um, you know, they might not make the start in 11, but if they need to come off the bench, we can trust them. Um, it's quite a contrast to the start of the season where we were all bragging about how good a squad we had and we had two or three players in different positions. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's strange that Whilst we've not really done much transfer business to change that position for the start of the season, um, that we're thinking that now. Aye, I mean, uh, it, I mean, we've always known about sort of Lowry, and then obviously, I think did McCann come in the summer? Um, yeah, I can't yeah. Remember. yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, it's funny that we've we've as you say we went from feeling a bit lightweight in a certain positions to. Suddenly been over flooded in there, but it's oh, sorry. 
But um, it's been, it's just a nice, it's nice that, as you say, we can rely on the young guns now. Um, but I think, I think the, the key is to get get up a couple of goals early and maybe get a third, and then you can start the squad rotations. You know, don't don't wait or you know we're nil nil or one nil up. You know, get up get up early, quick, and then give the guys a bit of confidence to go on and do squad rotations once you're a couple of goals, three goals up. Brian, that ringtone. How old is your phone? I know. Oh, At least I know it's mine then. I'm in the house, sir. Fucking hell. Care, I know it's mine then, you see. Care, we'll, we'll, we'll skip the... We'll, we'll come to the, the Thursday night game, as I said. We'll come to the, the European tie and the European adventure. Um, but for Sunday, does the squad, does the team pick itself? Or... Uh, so, or do you stick with the same eleven? Do you make changes? Can that same uh, eleven get the job done again? For that Sunday, yeah. Dundee, I think they should because I don't think Dundee can get any better. Than I think Dundee's in free fall. To be honest with you, and I don't think they can play any better. Only way we can trouble up ourselves up with a few and don't play well because I think they're going down Dundee and. I think if we played the same team or one or two changes, we should still win that game. If we, if we can't beat Dundee, then let's just say we're not going to win the league, put it that way. But no, I think after I think after a hard game on Thursday night, he might make one or two changes because it is Dundee. But you have to respect him a wee bit. I know I'm just disrespecting him, but the players will have to respect him because they're professionals. But I think we should still go up there and win comfortably. There you are. Davy sat on the head, knock your brick to him. <laughs> <laughs> Good memories when you know you could drop your phone, it was perfectly okay. <laughs> now you drop your phone and you get the fear. <laughs> Folks, as, as I said at the top of the show, big thank you for joining us uh, on the Rangers Rabble Weekly Podcast. Um, remember, please hit the wee subscribe button on YouTube. You can join us, still join as a member on YouTube. I think it's one ninety nine. Um, you get access to, to some some content from us. Um, like us on Twitter, share us on Facebook, whatever way around it is. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, wherever you get your social media, have a search for the Rangers Rabble. Your support, we wouldn't be here without your support, and we can't thank you enough for it. Uh, we love talking about Rangers. You love talking about Rangers. Um, and I love the fact that we can all get together and have a chat. We don't always agree with each other because that would be boring. That would make a really, really boring yeah. podcast. It would make a really boring conversation. Um, but I love the fact we can all get together and talk about Rangers. So keep your questions and your comments coming in. Um, anything you've got for the guys, anything Rangers related, um, even if it's not Rangers related, let's get questions in and embarrass the guys with how little they know about stuff. Um, so anything you've got, keep them coming in. A couple of other bits of news just coming out of Rangers. Um, this week, or Rangers related this week, um, it came out today that the squad, uh, the first team and the, the first team management um, are donating, I think it's over £70,000 um, to assist with the, the in Ukraine. Um, I don't know, it's going through the Rangers Charity Foundation and UNICEF. I don't know exactly what that money is going to be doing, but it's going to be assisting, assisting people in Ukraine. So thank you to the club for that. Um, something that's in the news and we all see and read every day. Um, and hopefully this uh, this conflict will be over sooner rather than later. Um, Rangers have appointed a new, I forgive me because I can't remember the exact job title, but a new disability officer. Um, I say new because, Mark, it's, it's not really a new position. It's something we've had before. Um, 
do you think this is a bit of a damage control the Rangers um, making such a big deal of it? I think it's about time that they made a big deal of it, to be perfectly honest with you. And and in my ignorance, it's something I never really thought about until until fairly recently. But when you look at it and see see because it's in my mind's eye and and uh, you, you you're sitting in a stand and you have a look at what they're sitting in. And it's just it's unbelievable. It's just it's terrible. And I mean, see if it was us that were sitting there, you'd be raging. You'd be absolutely raging, getting soaked. But I tell you what, fair play to these guys because they turn up, rain, hail or shine, and uh, they're, they're sitting there supporting Rangers and more power to them. But I think something is well overdue getting done with that. I, I, as I said, I don't know how you fix it. But I like the fact that it's highlighted now, and I think that they should be getting their finger out and, and doing something to help these guys. I think it's a bit of a disgrace. Yeah, absolutely. Jim, the old ones are the best. The old ones are the best. Done our 12 to 1. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I agree with you, Mark, and I'm the same. It's, it's not something that was at the forefront of my mind um, until quite uh, probably the last year or so. Really, it was when I became part of the Rangers rabble, and it was something that we've always discussed. Um, that I started to think about it and it was at the forefront of my mind. But yeah, the, the, you know, people deserve better. Um, it's the 21st century um, and hopefully we can see improvements in the facilities uh, for the disabled supporters at Ibrox. Um, and it's, it's little things sometimes. I was watching, it was the Red Star game last week. Um, I'm in the Copeland Rear um, and I was watching the stewards in the Eastern Closure. And I don't know if you noticed what the stewards were doing, but they were one minute they were out there, the next minute they were away. Uh, there's a row of stewards in the Eastern Closure standing in front of the disabled supporters, and eventually somebody saw sense and got them to kneel. That was like this. This is this is how people, this is how football supporters in general are being treated in the 21st century. Um, so yeah, Rangers need to do more about it. Scottish football probably needs to do more about it, um, and I hope that um, that Rangers can lead the way um, as we've done as, as we have done with so many other things in the past. I um, think also, Rangers Alan, sorry, it's about people yep. with disabilities. I mean, you can maybe they maybe struggle to climb stairs and stuff like that. So maybe and putting a lift in maybe each section, each stand that's got area, and maybe caught on you know, stuff like that because people can't climb upstairs at times. Or maybe just better facilities getting out. If you do, because being disabled doesn't mean you're always in a wheelchair. It can be any mm-hmm. kind of disability. So I think it's good to know it. They've got somebody in place because there's a Rangers, a lot of Rangers fans out here who maybe want to go to games but just can't because they think I might struggle to get in and out of Ibrox or I might struggle to walk up some stairs. So if they can do stuff to help these people, it's good because, I mean, I've got disabilities myself, so I know how hard it can be sometimes to get about. So it's good to have someone like that in place. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, I think the, the fan media um, outlets... Um, all the fan media outlets deserve um, a pat on the back because they've played their role in highlighting this to the club. Um, even on the Rangers rabble, Wilf had a, an interview a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, I can't remember exactly when it was. Sorry, but if you if you go back our YouTube pages yeah, or YouTube um, posts, you'll find it. Um, but you know, so many other Rangers media outlets have have spoke about this and brought this to the, the forefront of the supporters' minds. Um, I know there was a banner at Ibrox last week as well. Um, it had another um, meaning behind it, um, but it's, it highlighted the issue again. Um, so everybody really deserves a pat on the back that you know we've, we've pulled together as a support to highlight this issue, and, and Rangers are keen, seem keen to do something about it. So 
Um, absolutely. And Brian, one other piece of news coming out of the club or coming out of Rangers-related stuff today that I noticed um, was that a certain Mr Alfredo Morelos has switched agents. Um, I did notice one one website, one news which football news website, uh, tell us that he's he switched agents and he's been immediately linked with Newcastle United. That's probably a load of crap. But uh, the fact is he has switched agents. Is that something we need to be worried about? I mean, the, the Morelos, he's, we all know he's, he's, he's good enough down for the Premiership. It's just, to be honest, it's just a matter of fact of when he goes rather than if. Um, I mean, regardless if he's got a certain agent or not, agents are always trying to get the best sort of deals for their players. So, no, I mean, <laughs> any agent's exactly the same as another one for me. They're all trying to get the best for their, their, their own players and if they can get a chance to move, they're going to move them, aren't they? Or help them. Kira, I have wondered in the past, you know, we've, we've, there's always been rumours of Morelos going, every transfer window there's rumours yeah. of Morelos going, but there's never there never seems to be anything concrete coming. Um, I forget the French team that went in from a couple last Lille, Lille. season. Lille. Lille. Lille were in from. Other than that, there's not been anything concrete. Do you think Morelos has maybe got to the stage where he's went, do you know what, I want there to be something concrete and I want there to be options out there for me, so he's went and found somebody to do that job for him? He might have, Ali. Every, every player wants to play at a higher level, don't they? And the goals he's scoring in the Europa League and European football, it will interest people because they might not watch Scottish football, but they watch them in Europe and they've seen this guy scoring goals in Europe and he's a player that would interest a lot of teams, especially in England, because he's aggressive, he's strong and he... I think he would do well down in England. I know it's, I might be biased when I say that, but I think he really would. Especially some of the players they bought down there for mega bucks and they don't really do that great. But, you know, himself, Morelos is a really good striker and he's matured over the last few seasons. He's out all around plays get a lot better. So I think he can make us a lot of money. But that's probably one of the reasons. Maybe, maybe he doesn't like Omi's agent. Maybe he thinks his agent's not doing enough for him and he has went to somebody else. Maybe he can get him moved to a bigger club. But if he does move, then. I hope he does well, but first and foremost, I hope we get a good amount of money for him. I'd like to see him stay at Rangers, but I know that's never going to be an option because players always want to go and play a higher level, financial reasons as well, right? You know? and, uh, if you think your agent's doing a good job for you, you're going to keep him, aren't you? Yeah. Simple as that. He's no, he's not changing them because he thinks, this boy's doing a great job for me. He's well like that. This boy's not doing it. And we all know he wants to go. He doesn't want to go. He wants to play in the Premiership. So this whoever's who I don't even know who it is. It's his agent, as I said. But whoever it is has obviously they've had talks prior to him being becoming his new agent, and and a hundred percent sure the talks been. Can you get me to the Premiership? So I think Alfie. I think he'll be a superstar, doesn't he? I really do. Um, but he doesn't know anything. Do you know what I mean? He's He's been outstanding for us and he's going to make us an awful, awful lot of money. So you can't, you can't blame the boy. I mean, obviously that that move that he's been not looking for as such, but he's wanted, has not materialised for him. And I think this is the reason why he's got a new agent. It's as simple as that. I mean, there's no sometimes there's no smoke without fire. And um, obviously this new agent, there's got to have been talks prior to him becoming his new agent and there's got to have been said, this is exactly what they've been talking about. He's, he's obviously come in and said, I'll get you a move. I'll get you the move that you want. So, as I said, that's 
that's to me that's I'm worried because I think this is probably the the maybe the move in the summer, depending on how we get on. Um but I think that um you maybe see that you maybe see my way in the summer. And as yeah. I said, as I said, the wee man doesn't know his answer. No, he doesn't. You know, he never came into Rangers as a Rangers supporter. Um, he never made any secret of the fact that he wants to play in the English Premier League. Um, he's obviously had those discussions with the management team, whether it be this management team or the previous one, because I remember a, a, an interview with Steven Gerrard after the Europa League game. I think it was last season. Um, he was asked about Morelos looking happy about scoring goals in this competition. And Gerrard answered, says, of course he does, because he knows who watches these games. Um, so he's obviously always trying to impress people. Um and Robert Robertson say that they are just enjoying it whilst we've got them. And you know, we're pro we're probably the, the, the world's worst as, as supporters. We don't want to lose our best players. So we worry about the day we are going to lose them instead of just enjoying it. Um, you know, so you're absolutely right, Robert. Just let's just enjoy them whilst we've got them. And hopefully when he does go, it is for mega bucks and he goes on to be an absolute superstar, um, whether it be in England or any other of the top leagues. Um but, we all know, thought the world was going to cave in when Gascoigne and Loudrop left. Exactly. You know. Exactly. Um, yeah, let's just enjoy him whilst we've got him and hope that he makes his mega bucks and he goes on and becomes, you know, one of the all-time greats. Um, and I really, I really do. I know that he's, you know, he's, he's never, he never played for Colombia the last time he went. He's been called up again. I really do hope he makes it in Colombia. I don't know what the situation is. They make it into the World Cup, um, and that he goes to the World Cup and absolutely smashes it. Um, because it's only going to be good for him and it'll only be good for Rangers as well. And I'm sure, you know, wherever he goes in, in football, people will ask him about his time at Rangers and he'll tell stories about running around Ammonville with his top off, dancing to Sweet Caroline and things like that. So, yeah, good luck to him. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that develops over the course of the, the summer transfer window, as it probably will with quite a few other players. And, yeah, Lee Henderson, mad to think Pedro Cashina bought him in. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Johansson had a massive part to play in it, but Pedro was a manager that signed him. Um, do you know, so he did do something good for us, a bit like Paul Aguin bringing in Sasa Papic. It was probably the best thing he'd done for us. Um, but yeah. Um, so, right, okay, moving on. When, so Thursday night, Thursday night, we play the second leg of the Europa League last 16 tie. Mark three nothing up. It's half time. We're up three nothing. Do you fancy us to go through? I think it's going to be a proper hard tie. I think it's probably going to be harder than a lot of us think. I think that they've got goals in them. I think we've seen that for the first leg. They've got goals in them. They're a right good side, um, and I think we'll concede goals. So I think that they'll need to come at us, and I think we will. Uh, we'll get a potential to sneak a wee goal here and there. I think if we score, I think we're through. So, as I said, it's going to be a hard, hard game because they're going to fling the kitchen sink and everything at us. Because there's nothing to lose at the end of the day. So, I think they're going to come at us and um, it's just a thought we can weather the storm and maybe sneak one. But I think they'll score one or two against us. I definitely do. I think it's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. Brian, will that play in our favour? The fact that they need to come at us. Will we be able to? Will are, are, are we ever the type type of team that can sit back and soak up that pressure and then catch people on the break? <laughs> well, 
<laughs> sounds easy, <laughs> doesn't it? Sounds, dead, <laughs> it sounds very easy, exactly. <laughs> um, past few games history is not going to suggest that. So, um, no, I, I think we'll. I, I do think we'll advance into the quarterfinals. How we get there, how we navigate that, I have no idea. <laughs> but I, 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 I'm confident we'll get through the into the quarterfinals. As I say, how we get there, I don't know. Yeah, it's a, a bit of a cop out to say we could lose the game quite heavily. Uh, it's absolute, uh, it's an absolute cop out. But we'll, <laughs> we'll, let you, we'll let you off with it since you never had much time to prepare and you were late. Cairn, <laughs> Cairn, it's simple, isn't it? We need to score over there just to finish. I think, I think, I think, I think we will score. I think they'll score as well. But I'm no European away games. Don't bother me as much as European home games. I don't know why. I, th- I, always, I'm, I don't mind us playing away from I think we're suited to playing away. So I'm not that worried about Thursday night. I think they will score, but I think we will as well. And I think 3 0 is enough to get through. I could pick up back here on Thursday night after the, on the reaction saying I'm, I was wrong, but no, I think we'll go through. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty confident we're going to go through as well. Um, but I, I, I agree with, with everybody. And as Mark says, I think it's going to be a really, really tight second leg. Um, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they got an early goal, I think, because I think they're going to come at us. They have to come at us if they want to get anything out of this. Um, and it's going to be it's going to be hostile as well, isn't it, over there, Mark? You would imagine it would be. Oh, it's going to be mental, isn't it? I mean, we know it's, we know it's going to be mental, but I think it's... It's um, the old saying, if, if Carlsberg done uh, second ties, I think if we sneak an early goal, they're in trouble, big time. They're in, they're, they're, I think they might fall apart if, if we score an early goal, but they're, they're going to, it's going to be a proper cauldron. And I think it's it's going to be a great experience for our team, because I don't think they'll, they'll have experienced anything like that before. So you just hope that they stand up to it. They're used to playing in front of big crowds, but I don't know if it's used to playing in front of such a hostile crowd. So, it's only half a whole half a stadium feel, but oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Didn't know that. Oh well, but even half a stadium, they're going to be proper hostile. But mm. as I said, it's um, you just hope that they stand up. But I'm I'm confident we'll go through. But I think it's going to be one of those ones where I'll be I'll be watching the second half from behind the sofa. <laughs> even if I'm not up. <laughs> I think it'll be it'll be tight. I think we'll get through. I think if we score, we're through. Simple as that. If we score, we're through. But I think um, we'll score. So I think we'll yeah, go through. I think, I think we'll score, score as well. I think they'll score maybe two. I think they'll score definitely because they're a very good side. Um, but as I said, I think it's going to be a. The Rangers never do it easy. I mean, let's face it. We've we've been we've been here many times before, haven't we? And, it's, it's it's never the it's never the we'll go out and we'll take another we'll beat them two nothing over there. That's never going to happen. I don't know. It's, it's we're, I'm going to be watching it from behind a sofa. You, you know, Brian. It, it's funny because before the first leg, if you'd say to me, "There's three nothing," I'd bit your hand off and came back for your wrist. Um, but after we won three nothing, I was sitting on the bus coming home, going. I wish we'd got that fourth goal. I'd be feeling a lot better. If we'd got the fourth goal, I'd probably say, I wish we'd got that fifth goal. I'd be feeling a lot better. <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it as simple as, is, is it, do you think it's as simple as, I certainly hope it is, um, we score, we go through? I would like we, to think so. I mean, it's, as somebody said in the comments just not long ago, it's it's such a spear that the, the away goals rules went because if, if we were out there and scored, that would be the tie over basically. Yeah. Um, but of course, there's no away goals. So we've just got to try and score as, as, as Scott said, if we score one, I think that'll be enough. I can't see us conceding four. 
Um, yeah. I would like to. I'd like to think that if we scored over there, we're we're through. But I mean, the the guys are going to well, the players are going to enjoy the atmosphere. Obviously, that famous tunnel that you have to walk about a quarter of a mile to get from the changing room to the the pitch. So yeah. it's going to be a it's going to be an experience for them. But as the they've played it, they've played at Dortmund, they've played at other places bigger. So I would say as long as they score, we'll go through. Yeah, and to the, all the Bears that are travelling over, um, have an absolute fantastic time. Look after each other, look after yourselves. Um, I know there are some, I know people are going all over Europe and then making their way to Belgrade. Um, I know people that are staying in Budapest and getting the bus through Budapest to Belgrade and, and straight back after the game. However you're going, have an absolute smash. I'm absolutely, you know, my supporters club, we've got a wee uh, European away chat and I know that tomorrow morning um, the people that are going are going to be on that chat constantly and I'm going to want to smash my phone um, and then go get Wally Brian's Nokia's <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so I'm, I'm absolutely I'm, jealousy and envy is going to be wrapping out me tomorrow morning um, but you know I'm not going to be there you are have an absolute amazing time folks um, so that time of the pod we're going to talk about we're going to talk about and then disagree about the start of 11 but before I do that I want everybody in the comments about uh, I want to hear your predictions. First goal scorer um, and scoreline in Belgrade. So, Kerr, starting lineup. Let's start with the goalkeeper in the back four. I'm going to back five. You're going to back five from the start? I think, I think he'll play a three, but obviously defending. I think he will because yeah. he'll keep it tight. Because I think in the first game, they put a couple of balls to the, the two centre-backs. So, I think if he sticks Sunshine in there, that doesn't happen, so I think that's Gio will go safe because they switched it like in the first leg, didn't he? That was they were troubling us and they pulled Lundstrom back. So I think it'll go a three five when you're defending, but three a three when you're attacking. I think it'll go that way. But the goalkeeper's going to be McGregor, it has to be McGregor. And who's on the left and the right for you? Well, Bassey and Tav, maybe Balogun, Lundstrom, and uh, Golson. Mark, is, is Bassi the left back between now and the end of the season unless he has an absolute howler? Is, is Barisic his place on the bench? Yeah, I think he's uh, big Bassi's big Shirley's made, made that his own. That's his position. Uh, it's his to lose. Um, I feel sorry for Barisic because I, I think Barisic is a smashing player. I mean, it was only bloody six months ago we were talking about him being one of the, one of the best left backs in Europe. Mm-hmm. His cross ability is fantastic. He's just... It's just confidence. It's just loaded pieces in it. It's just somebody give him a cuddle. It's just, um, but yeah, big Bassy every day of the week. He's he's my left back now, and it's it's his to his to lose. As far as I'm concerned, Borna's not Borna's not comfortable in a five because yeah. I like somebody in front of him. If there's somebody in front of him, he's fine. But if he has to patrol that line himself, he struggles. Whereas Calvin. I we know he's still a lot of times and he can have jitters, but he's a confident lad, he's aggressive and he's a big boy, isn't he? So like he's, his, not gonna, like he's not he's not scared either. No. I like his aggression. I think that his aggression has probably endeared him to the, to the Rangers fans because that, that kinda it's almost like a like a marauding up that way, isn't it? He's just just a big massive unit and he's I'd, I'd hate I'd hate to have to try and mark him. He's just going right over the top, you want to? No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't fancy that at all. <laughs> but, but that's growing because, as I say, that he's got that, and, and the boy can, uh, the boy can play. He's just not a big, he's not just not a big unit. 
The boy's got cracking feet as well for his size. He's got brilliant feet, and his crossing's getting better. So it's I getting better. Think, it's still needs yeah. work on, but it's getting better. Percent, but I I can see him seeing another season, season and a half, two seasons time. I can see him going for massive money, absolutely massive money. Because if he keeps progressing the way he's done in this season, this season the progression that the boys made. I mean, this is his realistic. Like this is his first full season as a as a first team professional footballer. Yeah, he came from the Leicester in their twenties, didn't he? Yeah, so he's not really a lot of first team if he can progress as at the same kind of speed as he's progressing at the moment, then it just that, that could be frightening. As I said, he's got everything, absolutely everything. So, as I said, just just his final balls probably what's what's letting him down, and, and we bit more positional sense as well. But he's still a young boy, and that'll all come. So, just as I said. It's his, it's his position to lose, and I, I can just see him going for strength to strength. He loves, he loves it here. You can tell he loves it. You can tell he loves playing at Ibrox. So, as I said, it's strength to strength, as far as I'm concerned. He's, he's quickly becoming one of the first names on, on my team selections. Um, and, and I think the same. I think he's made that position his own, certainly between now and the end of the season. Um, Sean, Sean, we're going to come back and answer that question in a wee minute because I want to know people's opinions. But Brian, sticking with the going into the uh, the midfield starting lineup, who's your midfield three? Be Jack, Kamara, and either Lundstrom or Strands, and either Lundstrom or Strands will play the sweeping rule. Call it what you like that we did against. Uh, Borussia Dortmund. Was it Dortmund that changed the Swiss system? Yeah. So yeah, I would I would fancy that sort of lineup, I would say. Uh, it just depends who he fancies in the sweeper role, whether it be Lundstrom or Sands. Kier, Kamara played a bit further forward um in the home leg. Can you see him playing there again in the second leg? It's obviously it obviously worked. It worked, yeah. I mean, Glenn's actually 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 helped his game because before that, he was always safe, wasn't he? Always wanted to play safe first, yeah. but you always knew he had that animal to go for because that wee bus he'd done a few times. He would maybe go left or right and he'd bust forward and get the ball in, but he's playing further forward and he is technically really good going, Kamara. So I think he will go forward, but I think he'll be told to just to sit more because he gets about the part real well, Glenn Kamara. He's a good athlete, so I think having him and Jack there, I think Sands will play as well. I think we'll go quite defensive. I don't think we'll go and attack them. I think they know they'll come to us, but we know we players like Morelos, Aribo and Kent, we can hit them in the break. Even Tav and Bassi going up the wings, we can hit them in the break. And I think they'll be scared of that because they didn't look too clever defensively. And and Kerv, what about what about the forward positions? Kent, Morelos and Aribo. Kent Morelos and Aribo. Does anybody think anybody else other than other than Aribo for this game? It just depends if he's wanting to go for speed or if he's wanting to go for somebody like Ariba to hold up the ball. If he's wanting to go for speed, then he's probably going to go with somebody like Sakala. But if he's wanting somebody to play maybe in a in the hole behind the striker, it's probably going to be Ariba. Yeah, I would imagine Ariba as well. I, I always thank Sakala for the speed in these games. Maybe if we're going to try and catch them on the break. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think the important thing is maybe to try and hold the ball up with Ariba. And let Kent and Morelos try and get forward. Excuse me. Right, so uh, somebody who was it? Was it Sean 
was in the comments and asked the question. I'm not going to ask the question in those words because I'm fearing in case I jinx it. But, and this is open to the three E's, I want to hear your opinions. Can we dream? We can always dream, Alan. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I, I don't see why. I don't see why not. Um, any time, you see anybody in a good run in in a European competition, there's always a wee bit of luck. And you know what? The luck's been with us in Europe, big time. Just things that went went our way. I've just almost every every step of the way we've had we've had something that's that's went our way. VAR has been the, the best pal we've ever had. Obviously, getting it right, do you know what I mean? It's not like we're, we're getting that too that loud, Mark. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's, as I say, it's not, we're not getting anything that we're no due. But, I mean, the last two two uh, two legs, we've had, we've had penalties that none of us have really clocked. No. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. and so, do you know what? See that wee bit of luck and, and the desire and hunger that we've, that we've shown... I, I don't really fear anybody in Europe. I, I really don't. I, I think that I think that when you get to this stage, if we qualify on Thursday and go through, I don't think anybody will fancy coming to Ibrox. I really don't. I really, really don't. And and it's 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 just that you, you've got you. We're talking. You were obviously talking earlier about about do we prioritise one and stuff like that. I think you just need to take. Every single game as it comes. I know it's a bit of a cliche, but I think that that's what you need to do. And just keep chipping away, keep chipping away and keep chipping away. The old cliche again is that your next game is your biggest. And you, I don't think that you can look that far ahead. So I don't see why no, we can't, we can't dream. And if it gets to the stage where we go like that, is, it, is the league worth priority? Or, or, is, it, or is it Europe worth priority? Because you're not going to get a you're not going to a European a European final. I, I mean, I, I thought in 2008 it was a, it was the last time I'd see it in my lifetime. I don't know what you guys felt, but as I said, for me that was the last time. And and proper, I get proper emotional about it. I was just like, it just blew my mind. I just couldn't believe it. So if it can happen, then and I, I tell you what, we're playing better football than we did then. Then it was just all desire and hunger. I don't see why not. I really don't. You know, I I see a lot of people commenting on the the, the in the comments. Funnily enough, um, <laughs> I'm talking about comparing it to two thousand and eight. I, I I don't like comparing it to two thousand and eight because it's a completely different situation. Um, it's you know not taking away anything that happened that season because it was an incredible season. But the format of the competition now, um, the standard of teams in the latter stages of the Europa League. Um, you know, we're seeing teams like Barcelona there. We saw some wee German team, Dortmund, some Dortmund or something. We saw them there. They fancy themselves big tickets as well. Um, so the, the standard, the standard, of the team. I know two thousand and eight, Bayern Munich got to the semi-finals as well. Um, but the standards just it's a step up, and that's why they redesigned the competition as well. Um, there's a care. There's a couple of teams in there. If we get through, there's a couple of teams in there that. I wouldn't mind avoiding in the Europa League in the quarterfinals if we were get through. Um, if we got them, we got them. But I wouldn't mind avoiding them. Is the, is the luck of the draw important to us here? Is there, is you know if we do go through? I keep saying if because we've still got Thursday night yeah. to navigate. 
But there's a couple of teams in there that, that we really, really going to fancy if we can get them. And if there's an upset somewhere else and your teams like the favourites like Sevilla and Barcelona get knocked out, anything can happen. It can. To be honest with you, I don't mind the draw because we've had Dortmund, who I don't think we would get past. I must have sitting here. And then make it Red Star, who hopefully make it through on Thursday. And I can go through the two teams. I wouldn't bother anybody. Whoever we get, we get. I think they'll be worried about playing Rangers because they've known how good they've been this season. And you can only take the team you get drawn against. I know a couple of people put West Ham, avoid Barcelona, West Ham, but why avoid them? Just play them. Because if you can beat Dortmund and the players back in mind, you can only beat anybody because Dortmund's a top-notch team. I know a lot of people say, I know the team they were, but it's still British or Dortmund. They still got, they still spent over 300 million or whatever. They're still a good side, so... And me showed them how to play football over the two legs. I just hope we do the same on Thursday. And like I say, we just have. To, I just hope it doesn't come back like it done in two thousand eight. And Hunters and Celtic have another two to Japan. That was the only thing that could kibosh it. Do you know what I mean? So I just hope that doesn't happen. But no, it's it'll be hard because we've only helped to last time be certain things in Scottish football. So, so I just hope if it happened this time, and pray to God it does. But we would get help somewhere because we didn't get any help with us our leagues. Other leagues in the world or in Europe help their teams within the European finals. We get none whatsoever. So I agree with Mark. Just take a game at a time, but you can never say never. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And I'm agreeing with some of the comments here. CGM, actually, I'm actually agreeing with CGM. Seville, we want to avoid. I, I would agree with that, I think, at this stage of the tournament. Yeah. Um, West Ham will likely be out as well. Several big teams, and, that, and that's what I'm saying, Brian. I think, you know, if there, if there is an upset somewhere like Galatasaray put Barcelona out, is there in a strong position to do? Um, it's only going to benefit Rangers, and we won't be the only team in that position. There'll be other teams in that position. Aiton Wright Frankfurt, for example, who'll be looking at this going, you know, if there's a wee upset there and a wee upset here and we got a good draw, anything can happen. Anything I mean, when you're looking at the draw there, there's only, I mean, there's there's probably three seriously big teams in there with Leon, Barcelona, and Seville. I mean, Seville are serial winners of this competition in the last few years. They've won it five out of the last four or something. Well, maybe not five, five out of the last four. four. <laughs> you know, four out of the last five. Sorry. Four out of the last five. Or, it's a stupid start. They won it three years in a row as well, didn't they? So, they did, aye. Yeah, <laughs> that is a stupid start. Oh, did they? But, I mean, the, that's the sort, that's sort of three teams you really want to give a bye in the quarterfinal to and not meet is Leon, Seville and Barcelona for me. Yeah. Guys, we're going to wrap it up there. That's just over an hour now. I don't want to keep people too late. But before I go, predictions for Thursday night, Mark? As much as I hate to say it, I think 2-1 red star and we'll be through. Brian? 2-1 red star. And care. Two each, tough penalty. I'm going to go one each. I'm going to go one each. And the regular viewers will know who my goal scorer is. I'm going to get it right eventually. I'm, I'm going to get it right eventually. I'm not going to say the name, but the regulars will know exactly who my goal scorer is. But one each. Uh, and Rangers go through comfortably. And we go into the draws on Friday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Thanks. We, so, yeah. we go into the draw on Friday. Um, and we all get another really exciting moment as Rangers supporters this season. It just seems like the last couple of seasons have just been absolutely mental, hasn't it? Where's the bucket list? Season. Where's the bucket list in the next? Well, where would the bucket list be in the next round? Oh, um, I really don't know. I, I would go anywhere at this point. Um, <laughs> I'd go anywhere at this point. 
Um, hopefully, no too far east, somewhere central. I said, I've not told her this. She's on planning on going to the quarterfinals, and she's going to watch this later. So, <laughs> so, so that we're, we're, the head. <laughs> uh, we're, we're going to go before anybody gets me in some serious bother, <laughs> folks. Once again, I'd like to thank you for joining us uh, at the our weekly podcast. We are back. We'll be back on Thursday with the match reaction. Um, uh, just you know, uh, thank you again for your support. Really, is appreciated. Um, Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, find us on Twitter, find us on Facebook. Um, and I'm sure that we will uh, we will have a really good week this week. Two big wins and then a wee break before uh, before the madness starts in April. Folks, <laughs> enjoy your Tuesday night, enjoy the rest of your week and we'll see you all soon. Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to chumbacasino.com and play over a hundred casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.